Before the Roman came to Rye, or out to Severn strode, the rolling English drunkard made the rolling English road. A reeling road, a rolling road that rambles round the shire, and after him the parson ran, the sexton and the squire. A merry road, a mazy road, and such as we did tread the night we went to Birmingham by way of Beachy Head. I knew no harm of Bonaparte and plenty of the squire, and for to fight the Frenchman I did not much desire. But I did bash their bayonets because they came arrayed to straighten out the crooked road an English drunkard made, where you and I went down the lane with ale mugs in our hands the night we went to Glastonbury by way of Goodwin Sands. His sins they were forgiven him, a white of flowers run behind him and the hedges all strengthening in the sun. The wild thing went from left to right and knew not which was which, but the wild rose was above him when they found him in the ditch. God pardon us, nor harden us, we did not see so clear the night we went to Bannockburn by way of Brighton Pier. My friends, we will not go again or ape an ancient rage, or stretch the folly of our youth to be the shame of age, but walk with clearer eyes and ears this path that wandereth, and see undrugged in evening light the decent inn of death. For there is good news yet to hear, and fine things to be seen, before we go to paradise by way of Kensal Green. G.K. Chesterton, The Rolling English Road. Twister, Sicario, Captain America's Civil War, just a few movies with black SUVs serving to dehumanize the villains because who needs to see all of their faces and think of them as actual people? Three SUVs and a helicopter have just stopped the ambulance that contains Lena and Kane. In the script, then immediately disgorge uniformed armed men black gear stubby semi-automatic machine guns. Spec Ops. These are not your usual men in black, but they might as well be. From Mysteries of Mind, Space, and Time, The Unexplained, Volume 16. Quote, Men in black had their heyday in the 1950s and 1960s. They were the mysterious visitors, clad in black and of a darkish complexion, who were said to have visited many prominent ufologists and made vague threats against them. They were said to have had some successes. Some ufologists were reputed to have been silenced. End quote. And this. Quote, the archetypal MIB report runs something like this. Shortly after a UFO sighting, the subject, he may be a witness, he may be an investigator on the case, receives a visit. Often it occurs so soon after the incident itself that no official report or media publication has taken place. In short, the visitors should not, by any normal channels, have gained access to the information they clearly possess. Names, addresses, details of the incident, and about the people involved. The victim is nearly always alone at the time of the visit, usually in his own home, his visitors, usually three in number, arrive in a large black car. End quote. Here in Annihilation, Lena has not reported Kane's arrival, though she may have called for an ambulance. Still, the response time of the three SUVs and the helicopter suggests that Lena was being watched. In previous episodes, I read excerpts from the novel in which the biologist has more time with her returned husband before she calls the emergency number. 
The Men in Black connection is an interesting one here because in the film, the Shimmer has not been around very long. In the film, Minute 17, Ventress says it started around three years ago. In the script, it has been 13 years. In the novel, it has been 30. In the novel, the public knows that Area X exists, but details are unclear just how much is known. The biologist's husband was supposedly on the 11th expedition, but, minor spoilers, the sheer number of journals that the biologist finds in the lighthouse suggests far more expeditions, or at least far more arrivals, at the lighthouse. I will not be talking about the possibility of time loops, and hypnosis as well, for those of you who may have read the novel, until we are inside the Shimmer in Minute 31. The film's Shimmer is still a government secret. They evacuated some locals under the pretext of a chemical spill. Had Kane made it to a regular hospital, the cover-up might have been blown. The implication is interesting, though. How many men have gone into the Shimmer? How many of them have wives, children, siblings, parents, friends that are all being watched? How many phone lines has the Southern Reach tapped? The possibility that this is not Florida, mention of Florida does not survive the transition from script to screen, will be more important later, minute 17, when Ventress tells Lena where they are. And the necessity to pay very close attention to all of the goings-on here will make more sense. song is that remembered at random serpenting through fatty coils emerging some other thought is thinking this light shines above the houses on the ground this illumination visited upon the whole land unmarked helicopters hovering the lord is coming soon Here comes the supercopter, here comes the noise it makes The demon was an idea, the demon is awake Well scratched mark left across the surfaces of your mind This hour now upon us, the hour has now arrived uh, Unmarked helicopters, uh, hovering uh, The Lord is coming soon uh,
The presence of what TV Tropes calls Van in Black means someone wants to keep knowledge of Kane's return, or his condition, from getting out. These men are not pale and strange, they do not wear suits. Rather, as the script refers to them as spec cops, they are military, armored and armed, though they do not actually make much use of weapons here. This minute begins as the ambulance comes to a stop. One SUV in front of it, two behind it. Second two, We are behind the vehicles, and the camera tracks closer. Empty highway, city skyline off to the right. This was filmed on Allison's Road, Aldershot, UK, on the night of 27th May into the morning of the 28th, 2016. As noted last minute, this is a designated Ministry of Defense road, and there is no Google Earth Street View, so I'm not entirely sure what the buildings visible in the distance are. Weird detail? There seem to be a couple cars approaching in the opposite direction on the other side of the highway. What are they thinking, seeing this ambulance get surrounded by government vehicles on this otherwise empty stretch of road? Second four, we are in front of the stop vehicles now. The helicopter is behind them, despite the angle of the lighting when we first knew something was outside. Uniformed men exit the vehicles and approach the rear of the ambulance. Second six, we are right behind a few of them behind the ambulance. While one soldier off to the left has his rifle out and another one has one strapped to his back, They don't seem to be approaching weapons hot, ready to fire. The script tells us the Spec Ops soldiers pull open the rear doors of the ambulance, which looks to have Maryland plates, by the way. This will matter later. Second nine, we are inside the ambulance as the doors open. It is hard to tell who is supposed to be talking, and we do not know these men anyway, but someone specifically says, don't shoot. It might just be the paramedic. Men force Lena out of the ambulance. One climbs inside and points his rifle at the paramedic. In the script, it says they drag Lena out and the paramedic. In the foreground, the helicopter lands in the road, obscuring our vision and deafening us. This does not happen in the film, though. Lena, screaming, What are you doing? The camera angles back into the ambulance rather than following Lena. Paramedic, what is going on? Men start pulling Kane's stretcher out of the ambulance. Paramedic, continued, What are you doing? Ankle on Kane, chin covered in blood, his stretcher rolling past camera to the left. Kane begins to seize again. Paramedic continued. You can't move him. Second 20, angle on Lena, two men pulling her away. Lena, let him go. Let him go. Angle on Kane. One of the men unhooks the straps holding him on the stretcher. Cut to Lena fighting as two of the spec ops try to hold her. Lena, let him go. The script includes a shot of the paramedic and driver being dragged out of view. One man holds Lena while second 27... Another stabs something into Lena's neck. The script tells us it is a one-hit disposable syringe. The fight bleeds out of Lena, then consciousness. Sound and light fade as the sedative takes over. The script says, black screen, caption, 
Part 1. The Southern Reach. Cut 2. Interior. Southern Reach facility slash interview room. But the film for a change is less neat than the script. The screen fades with Lena, is almost completely black, second 33. Then there's an odd cut back to Kane, his eyes rolled back, his body still seizing. His eyes focus, but he cannot seem to catch his breath. Second 39, smash cut to black screen. Caption, Area X. The film makes less of the Southern Reach name than the novel, of course and it differentiates Area X, seemingly, as the encampment outside of the Shimmer, while in the novel, Area X is the alien-affected landscape, and while its edge is described as shimmering at one point, that label, the Shimmer, is unique to the film. The script offers a view of door set into a concrete wall in an otherwise featureless and windowless room, silence except the sound of breathing, reveal Lena, She is sat on a chair on one side of a table. She wears the same clothes we last saw her in. But time has passed. Several hours at least. The blood of her husband is now dried black. Stiffened on the material of her shirt and trousers. Rusted and flaking on her hands. She is trembling. Beats pass. Then the door unlocks. Startling Lena. In the film, we instead cut to Lena, second 43, in orange jumpsuit lying in a bed in what seems to be the same room from the opening scene of the film. That same metal section of wall with a sink is to the right. But this bed sticks out far enough it would have been visible if this were that room, and it had not been moved by then. Two water glasses sit on the bedside table, left of the bed, wrapped in plastic like this is a hotel and not a secret government facility. Lena wakes and turns her head awkwardly, curling more into herself, Her hair hangs off the edge of the bed. Second 49, she looks upward, then rolls and looks behind her. The drinking fountain with soap dispenser, the mirror, the metal wall, a folding chair. She starts to uncurl and we get a strange cut, second 52. A slightly different angle, but not by much. The camera a little farther back. More of the wall to the left, visible. Lena swings her feet over the right edge of the bed and sits up slowly supporting herself with her arms. Second 56, one foot reaches the floor, then the other. Lena seems unsteady on her feet and does not take her weight off the bed just yet, as time runs out for this minute. We spoke. What was it we said? Wordlessly watching you by the window and wonders at the empty place inside is all we are.
Annihilation. 